Welcome to another episode of Thanks Divorce, where we discuss the lessons, the awakenings, and the gruesome beauty of going through a divorce. And I'm your host, Janine Bell. Hey, 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 hey. We're back. I'm back. We're here together. This is wonderful. In this episode, I'm going to talk about friends, friendships, all the things that have to do with friendness. <laughs> um, the importance of friendship, what might happen to friendships during divorce, how to cultivate friendships after divorce, all the things. And this is actually off the heels of the last episode with Sarah Woodward that uh, she mentioned friendship and, and her experience in that. And so just want to tease that out a bit and kind of dig into friendship post-divorce. So here we go. So friends, right? The It's such a wonderful thing to have friends and people who are there to help you, support you, give you ideas, help you through, um, and all the wonderful things that friends can provide. You can laugh with, share things with, confide in, all the things. And I personally am very grateful for my friendships and all the folks who are around, who've been around, who've been in and out. Sometimes friendships end and it's sad, but it's okay. And most times for the better. Um, so yeah, the importance of friendship. It's, it's the thing that like helps us grow as people, how we can see other perspectives, how we can have a cheerleader sometimes. It's, we all know it's pretty important. And as humans, we are very social beings. So friendship is just our lifeline, honestly. And for the folks who's like, I don't have friends, no new friends and all that. I don't, I don't believe it. Okay. I don't know. There's so much to experience in friendships and, um, you know, cherish the ones that you have. And when it comes to divorce, it's very, very easy to lose friendships in that process. Sometimes you've built friendships as a couple with people and they pick a side and that, that can hurt but it's not um, uncommon. And it's it's hard to, I guess, be mad at them. I mean, on some level it is easy to be mad, but it's hard to be mad because everyone's affected by a divorce. The two people involved, the family members, it ripples out to friends, it ripples out to the community. Like that's just what happens. So either them choosing or them, picking your side or their side, like it, it sucks, but it's, it's a, you put people in a tough position. And sometimes it's like based on the actual connection. Did, who did I meet first? Or this is from the friend's perspective, or who do I have a better connection with? Or who do I side with at this moment? Sometimes people just love the story, the salacious story of it, and they pick a side. And it's, you know, it's not the best, you know, you're not being your highest self when doing that. But you know, that's just what folks do. And it's unfortunate, but it kind of comes with the territory. So almost expected um, out of folks. And so that can happen. And 
Or you can have an experience where there are people who are friends with both of you and through the divorce and after still love both of you individually and know how to compartmentalize your relationships and see you as their sister and see them as their brother or sister and still be uh, mature in the friendship and know that and really understand that there are two people who are going through a process and they can hold space for both of you individually as much as they want to or as much as they possibly can. And those are your people. I think the former is the kind that, you know, it takes a process to really let go of the friendship or mourn the friendship or grieve the friendship that ended and have to move on. Like if there's no coming back, then there's no coming back. Or that could be a friend that in the beginning of the divorce, they chose sides and then eventually they come back around. It doesn't have to end forever. It can just end for now. And that's a possibility. Depending on how both of you feel, then maybe you can come back around. And I think that's cool. So so what happens if you lose friends and you find yourself friendless after your divorce or even during the process? I'd say it's a good time to go inward. It's also a good time to look for a support system, which is different than friendships. I think friends and support system can be different. So a support system can include friends, but it doesn't necessarily have to only be friends. You see the difference? I'm talking to a microphone. So the support system can be family. It can be old friends or even new friends. It can be therapists, counselors, support groups. That's what's actually needed the most during the divorce. Friends who are here or have the capacity to hold all the things, that's great, that's a bonus, but it's not always guaranteed. So I'd say a support system is what you should look for or could look for. I'm not big on the shoulds, which you could look for or create for yourself that can support you through your process through this divorce. Because again, we are social, we are um, beings that need people. So that support system is actually pretty crucial at that time. And, you know, finding a therapist, finding a support group, finding groups online, Facebook or Meetup or I don't know. I don't know where people meet friends, um, but those have worked for me where it's just virtual support. I don't know, Reddit groups. I don't use Reddit too often, but that's a place where people convene and chat and talk. Twitter, people love it where you can talk about all the things, even TikTok. Some people, there are some smart folks on TikTok saying some great things um, where you're basically learning how to process or learning how to heal or just getting perspective about your situation because divorce can be a very, very lonely and isolating experience. I think it's imperative to find a support system through the process, which may or may not include friends. Like I said, I personally use the online groups. I have gone to support 
group meetings. Well, not for divorce, but for miscarriage. Um, and it's a pandemic, so I'm not meeting anybody in person for real. I have created a meetup group online that is just divorced women shooting the shit. And that has been great for not only me, but people have come to the meetups and said, like, this is the highlight of my week. Just because they're talking to other women about their divorce and hearing other stories. Like, just that in and of itself is a thing and can be a thing. Find your people, whoever they are. And if only the only thing you have in common is divorce, then let, like, rock out with that. And another way to find friends that I've learned through this podcast is through uh, just special interests. So if you don't want to talk about divorce or be in the whole divorce under the cloud of divorce, then whatever your hobbies are or interests are that you've had or are budding or that you're interested in in the future, find folks who are doing that, bird watching or photography like Sarah, um, or I don't know what people do. Hobbies, pick a hobby, racquetball, I, I do that. Find folks who are doing that and just go do it with them. That's how a friendship can start because you have a starting ground of a common interest and it can grow from there. And hopefully there's more interest that you have aligned and boom, you have a friend. This might not be a part of your support system, but it's a friend. And having a human connection with someone else does something for the soul. I'm no scientist, but I know it's, I know it's a fact. Like I know for sure. So that's it, my little tidbit on how to make friends and the support system that you can create while you're going through the process. What else, what else is there? So how to ask for help, right? Um, this is back to the friends who can hold you down or, uh, the support system. Obviously a therapist is there to help y'all are there to talk it through and work through the things, get a coach, whatever the thing is, boom. But sometimes in regular friendships, it actually would behoove us. I get that word from my mom. I've been hearing that since I was like five (laughs) behoove us to, approach our friends when we need time and space to process and and we're going through or we're having a moment, approach them and ask specifically, do you have the capacity to hold this right now? Are you in a space where you can listen to me? Just as a preface to a conversation, to acknowledge the fact that you are holding something heavy and that person might not be in a space to hold it too. And say, hey, I'm going through something right now. Do you have the space to, can you listen right now? Um, I wanna vent, can you, are you okay with just hearing me? I don't really need a response at the moment. (laughs) Um, And then see, if, if it's a yay, then let it rip. If it's a nay, then find someone else have a plan b c or d (laughs) because um sometimes it can feel like a on the receiving end emotional uh like dumping on someone or being dumped on and you just weren't ready for it uh and they can respectfully say no and you can say hey thanks for taking care of yourself i got that from malika 
Um, because no, they might not have the time or the space. Or you can approach them and say, hey, I'm going through a divorce, just very plainly. As you know, I'm going through a divorce and there might be times when I need to vent. Can I count on you for that? Or can I call you for those types of moments? Um, or hey, I'm, as you know, I'm going through a divorce and I really could use a space of non-judgment. Or I could use a space where I can just talk and process and there might be pauses for silence and you don't have to fill the space with your opinion or you don't have to fill the space with new sounds. I just wanna process right now. Can we do that? Or can we plan a time to do that? You know, just asking for what you need. I think that could be useful and helpful and actually sustainable for the friendship to maintain the healthy boundaries and also ask for what you need and let them in on the types of things you need because the friends of the person going through a divorce, if they've never been through one, they don't know what's going on. They don't know how to help, how not to help, how close to be, how not. Do I add in my two cents? Do I ask questions? Do I project? Well, some people do that inadvertently, but sometimes they don't know how to support you. So you can tell them, you can teach them about all the things, some of the things that you'll need. And even say, I don't even know how this goes because it's everybody's first time. I don't know how this is supposed to go. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I don't know what even the next step of grief is. And sometimes you feel like you're having a really great day and you're on cloud nine and mm, look at me processing, I'm healing, I'm doing great. And then the next day or the next week, it's just a whole different story, a full 180, as if you took five steps forward and three steps back. And I think that's a part of the process. And I've heard that in other episodes. I'm learning from people, you know, <laughs> um, that grief is not a linear process and you are grieving and grief is a part of divorce. And just the acceptance of that, I think, can um, add clarity to the whole situation because it is, it's a whole situation. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of emotions come and go and flare up and go away and come back and get we're on a high and then we're really low and all that jazz. And so it's a roller coaster for one person and when you enlist or enroll or invite other folks to be a part of it, um, I'd say that we could do ourselves and everyone a favor with by doing that with care. Care for ourselves and care for them and care for the relationship that you have. Um, I think that, you know, therapists, they're there. You just dump, you dump, you dump. Unabashedly, just dump, 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 dump. <laughs> but with the friendship... Uh, a little more care is involved with how to interact with them. And, but, and both of you are figuring, like you and the friend are figuring it out as you go too. Like we, nobody knows how this is supposed to go. No one. So that's my tidbit about how to ask for help or how to approach it because um, we, we just all figured it out. 
And that applies to every part of our lives. We are just all figuring it out as we go. And divorce is not immune. Is that the right word? Divorce is no exception to that. So I think that's all I have for now. Uh, My little tidbits about friends and friendships and all the things and how we navigate this divorce via friendship or friendship through divorce, you know? So that's it from me for now. Oh, before I go, let me tell you that, let me let me just let y'all know. Big things are going Oyaso. okay? If you're, if you understand the Patois, you got it. I just said big things are happening over here. Anyway, so I am now going to be offering small group coaching for divorced women, and I'm super excited about it. Um, I really should call it resilience coaching because that's the whole point of it. Like divorce or not, it's really about how do you get yourself back up? Fall down nine times, get up 10, that type of thing. And I am curating a beautiful program for self-reflection and how to build yourself back up after a time of being knocked down. And I'm super excited about it. It starts in March. If you're interested, the website is thanksdivorce.com slash coaching just to get more information about it and yeah that's it that's it for me i'm i'm building it with a few folks who have some expertise there's like one-on-one coaching there's group coaching where we come together very much like my meetup group where we talk about what we're going through we will get into things like how to release guilt and resentment how to address the feelings of failure how to identify emotional triggers and how to address them when they come up and creating a support system and rewriting or writing your new chapter, all the things. Um, I'm super excited about it. And hopefully I can help more people in a more hands-on way because this this podcast is really one-sided, you know? I'm really, <laughs> I'm excited to do it and, and you know, produce it and host and all the things, but I'm just talking to myself, you know, and I would love, I will love having more of a group setting where we can be on Zoom and talk to each other and really tease out where we are and process and just be in a space where other people at the very least get it. It might be varying experiences and things like that, but we'll, we all understand where we're coming from because we all have a shared experience. So yeah, small group coaching, boom, March 2022, it's happening. And the website again is thanksdivorce.com slash coaching if you wanna know more. And that's it, that's it. Thank you again for listening. And I will see you again on another episode of Thanks Divorce. Thanks Divorce.